The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, what's up? It's your girl Tamara, a.k.a. Girl from Harlem. And this is Ray Dames, a.k.a. The Culture Referee. And this is The God Show, The Culture Report. Book, book, you, book, book, book. You, you. And, and we're all a little tired from last night. So everybody's kind of in here like, what's up? Oh, y'all missed it. It was Ray's birthday. So we went out yesterday and had a time. I drank all the tequila per usual. But you know, Yoko Vodka is my favorite. But I was cheating yesterday. Shout out to Rose Bar for having us. And of course, we got Burgundy Jack back Burgundy with Jack us. in the building. Let me, let me ask y'all a question. Why y'all, why y'all don't let me do my introduction? Would, would you like your introduction to be Jack? This I'm going to think about that. But we'll, you we'll don't even have out. one. See, this is... this is. Well, actually, I do. I'll, I'll, I'll give like it to us. It's a king from Queens, Burgundy Jack. Jack Dance. You know what I'm saying? The like, king I can do of it. Queens? I don't even get to. Tomatoes. I don't even get to like the slot to do it. Though. Well, if this is the Real Housewives of Atlanta. We have His the peaches. Peach. We haven't yet. We we haven't we haven't given you a peach yet. That's a Don Vito thing. Once okay. Don Vito says you get a peach, okay, cool. you gotta earn your it's peach. A, you gotta bro. earn a peach though. Me and Tamara been in here year in earning yeah, these motherfucking peaches. So now you won't be on the peach motherfucking train. No, it's no problem. It's no problem. It's no problem. We'll and you won't got on burgundy today, but we gonna let it ride. I got yeah, the burgundy in the, right. um, in the uh, burgundy bag. No, we need burgundy, bro. Carry. We need burgundy. Y'all want me to bring my, my token carry? And no, put it my we need. Feet? Oh, it's too late now. We stopped being the show. Good. But let's I'm get fly to, anyway. <laughs> let's get into it. Anyway, I have really good news on my behalf. I don't know about anybody else, but Jeezy and um the girl got do- divorced. Um, they news. filed. What's her name? I can't recall at the moment. They um, filed for irreparable differences, saying that they would not be able to amend it. Um, the rumor, the word has it that um, they're having culture differences. So they're having some family values that they just can't really align with. The Jeezy thing with the Jan- Janae, whatever, I didn't make sense to me. Like, there's no way possible the nigga that said stomp a nigga ass out till they cut the lights on is the same nigga married to a woman on The View. It's just no way. It didn't make sense to me. Um, I just don't see 
One of my favorite things about dating other black people is like our inside jokes, the way that we, we relate to each other. We don't even that, have to say it. We, we can look. We, we can look at each other and we just know. And it, uh, that would be very hard for Imagine me. Imagine trying to do a joke at a family reunion and look over to your, your Asian friend and they're just like, what, what are we laughing at? But yeah. you don't know her background. What if she grew up in the hood? Well, we, well, we, well we, we can tell by the way she talks. She didn't. Uh, let's She's not the do same that. one who said black, like black. She said, I like, she said, I like black. My, she said, I like my black meat on the side, but white meat keeps me lean. She said that. Okay. She's, there's a quote. She said it in public. She said, smoke. no, no. She said it on the show. Like I like, she was like, black men are fun, but white men keep me together. I think that was the straw that broke the camera. No, 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 no. no. She said this. They, she said this, this is, before they got yeah, together. Oh, okay. that's yeah. why I said it didn't make sense. Previous. But I ain't gonna lie. I, I hate talking about relationships because when you talk about relationships, you leave season open to talk about your shit. I don't want to talk about your shit, but what I will say is that certain shit don't make sense. Like you ever seen a couple of you was like, that don't make sense to me. Now, Have maybe, you ever dated outside your race? <laughs> I have slept with women outside my race. Yes. Yes. I actually dated this one girl and I really liked her. And I remember walking up to the club with her and she was a white girl. And she said to me, she whispered to me, and it goes back to what you said about them inside jokes. She whispered to me, all these black girls are mad because you in here with me. And I remember thinking like, I can't, like, I, I, baby girl, it's not, it's going to always be me with them. You have to be one of us. I can't, it's not going to be me and you mm -hmm. against them. I just couldn't do it. And it didn't sit with me. And that was the last time I hung out with one. That's always the thing. Like, how do you really accept somebody else into your culture fully? Like, it's like, there's just things that aren't going to connect. And I think, like, when you decide to do life with somebody, raise a family with somebody, like, you have certain to have things have yeah. to kind of Because align. then it's like, yeah. I'm not letting them wear that clothes. No, they wearing that clothes. Mm -hmm. And to me, it's like, no, nah, I'm not dealing with it. I want somebody that's going to, I want somebody that understands where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. I'm so crazy because I've been, I've been having a lot of, like, just like internal thoughts about like how it is to be a black man. And, and I, it was something that I just want to bring up to you. Why is it that white men, and I figured out the answer. I'm asking y'all because I, I figured out what I thought the answer was. Yeah. Why is it that other racists can have like a bar fight, right? Mm -hmm. Or a fight in general. And the last thing, not the last thing, but gun violence is not something that just comes right. It's like, like they just have a fight. They just you know what no maybe you know what triggered to see it to me. I ego. saw a black guy beat up a white guy in a movie theater. I don't know what happened. Maybe about a month ago, and the white guy was like, he just came to me and plummeted me, and I don't know what I did <laughs> wrong. And I was like, I'm a black dude. man would never do that. He would never just be like, he just came to me and start. Well, right, I'm not gonna say black gonna man go would never. Gun, he's gonna back. go do something mm -hmm. and come back. So I was like, why is it that white men can take an ass whipping but black men can't? Black man ego. No, I I, but I, yeah, that's I, crazy. But here's it is though. I thought about it, and I, my answer was was that white men have always been in control. And by the way, dear YouTube or dear whoever's this, we're not talking race. Right, we're not. Spewing. We're not being racial. We're just. I'm just being honest. White men over history have always been in control. So they've always been able to control a narrative. And for something about a black man where we take embarrassment so serious. It's almost like, and another thing I thought about this morning was that they are, it's, we got to stop comparing black people to other races because I know for a fact other races at least have 400 years of fucking a head start against us. So mm -hmm. we start saying, why they don't do that and we do that. We don't know what black people are going to look like 200 years from now. Mm -hmm. 200 years from now, we might be a, a, a much different culture. But right now, we're still, 
Like my out. mother was born 1960. My mother was still born when Martin Luther King was marching. Mm-hmm. My grandmother was born when it was, you know, Jim Crow and all that other stuff. So we late. Our mm. parents couldn't teach us about love and finances. They were teaching us about survival and dodging bullets and not right. getting in the clear people's way to be disrespectful. Yeah, exactly. To not be taken care of. So I think all this was in my head. I don't know why I'm like talking all this, but I just, we got to be chill with the black men, black women don't. And if we're going to do that, let's do that. I'm just looking at us. Let's not compare to other countries. I mean, to other uh, races who have had years and hundreds of years of a head start against us to make all the mistakes, make, make everything wrong. And I just think that we got to chill with that. That's yeah. You've said it before. We got to give our parents some grace. And that's something that stuck with me. Like just uh, still a lot of us, like, you know, like I don't see, White men getting drafted. They're like, what are you going to do? Buy my mama a house. <laughs> they mom already have a house. Right, and right. she has a husband. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's just, she's ahead. They're ahead. Like, we're playing. Even need that. Like, we, mm-hmm. I'm carrying my mother and my kids at this moment. You know what I mean? Chasing generational wealth compared to some others who's just like, like, I'm, I'm jealous of somebody who's like, I just make my money and go home. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, but the reality is you saying that, like. A lot of the white athletes don't start the same places that black athletes. That's my start. point. That's what I'm saying. So we don't. You know? So, but we got to start. We got to stop comparing because they were ahead of us. Mm-hmm. They like in the '60s, they weren't worrying about survival. They were worrying about just buying homes and living life. in them, keeping America great, as they say. And we weren't. We was worried about America being great to us right. and how to fit in with America. So I just put that out there. I agree. Um, so on a lighter note. Did he drop the album this, this week, right? Oof. I believe he might have, like, did a little revival to R&B. Like, he got everybody talking. I know LeBron James was jamming to it. Did you guys have a chance to listen to the album? If well, so, Jack, what's woo. Yeah, no, Jack, Jack sent us a message, like, in the middle of the weekend. It was like, Diddy's back with this one. R&B might be back. So, nah, I mean, that, what you that, got? The album is fire from beginning to end. What's your favorite song on it? Um... Tough Love with uh, Sway Lee from um, uh, yeah. Ray Skirmit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know exactly that, That's hard. Um, Jossie got a couple of records on there. That's hard. What do you think he did differently that other R&B artists aren't doing that made his album kind of stand out? That's um, why you wore the red shirt. <laughs> For love. For love. Oh, wow. <laughs> he promoting. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah I guess, right? Um, <laughs> so anyway, I, I, I think, you know, Really and truly, the album to me is like a compilation album. But it kind of goes back to like what you were saying last week. Like he executive produced it. Mm. He brought in who he wanted to bring in. And basically he just had different artists on different tracks. Mm -hmm. But he spearheaded kind of like the whole sound of the album. So I was looking in the credits and I saw that Mario Winans kind of did behind the scenes a lot of the stuff. And you know that. When he had his run, Mario was like a big part of that. Mm. So um, it's it's an amazing piece of work, though. Absolutely. He cheated. He got everybody that he could have got on his album, and he brung them all together. But I think it was dope. I think that he um, also, we asked before who could bridge that kind of generational gap, and I think he did that. He has everybody from Mary J to Jacquees on the album. So I think that he did a good job at kind of showing diversity in R&B as well. So. Uh, I didn't love it. First listen, but I figured out why though, uh, cause I listened to it during the daytime, and it was like during the daytime it just it just felt too dark for me, mm. and then I played it at night and it was like 
Magic. Oh, this is the vibe. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely, they definitely captured the mood and the vibe that he was aiming to capture. In New York. Absolutely. It's, it, it's, and I can't say it's, I won't say it's classic yet, but I will say my third listen, I really liked it compared to my first listen where I was confused. But I was with the kids in the car. I'm like, listening to it. I'm like, this shit ain't it. And then I was on my way to the club last night and I played it. I was like, okay, this is it. That lets all you artists know that's an important lesson though because you have to be able to capture your mood. Mm. Everything ain't for everybody. I don't want to fuck the Kurt Franklin, bro. I, I love Kurt Franklin, but I don't want to fuck the Kurt Franklin. No, I don't think you. no one does. And if you do, I feel like the only I feel like it was only one person in the room that does fuck the Kurt Franklin. <laughs> He's right there with the gray beard. I, oh, shit. I feel like he'd be like, it's spiritual. He said getting yeah. it in. It's spiritual, Ray. They're praising Lord God and coming mercy. at the same time. No, yeah. bro, I don't want to do that. <laughs> what, what's your favorite um joint off the album? I can't say I have one yet. I'm not gonna even front. Like I, I just started listening to it. Um I like the record with him and um the weekend. I like the record with him and Sway. I like, but I like all the records that Jazzy touched. Yeah, the Busta Rounds record is really good too. So, like I said, I'm I'm just getting into it, but I do like it. I'm not going for. I do like it. Okay, I wouldn't. Good. I wouldn't. I wouldn't allow myself to say I did if I didn't. All right, good. So Diddy's having a good week. Somebody else who's having a good week is Offset. <laughs> Offset um, had a crazy week. He was the 24 hour live streaming with Kaisen, but. He was also beefing with Nicki Minaj's husband this weekend. So um, Keith Petty and his like friends were like outside looking for Offset, like in New York City streets, because I guess it was after the VMAs. Um, supposedly, Offset reached out to him first though, and sent a message to him, and then they were responding. Um, two questions here: This is supposed to be female beef. And rap beef. When do husbands get involved in females' situations, if they when, should ever? When the female makes more money than the husband, because if the male, if 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 if, first of all, I I hate the whole thing. The whole thing is nasty. I hate niggas outside. Like we gotta stop acting like we still in the hood when we not. Oh my god, that is a good one. We gotta stop acting like we in the hood when we not. Like. Like it goes back to what I said earlier. Like, why can't we just all make money and be good? Why does it have to be friend or foe? Why can't mm-hmm. it just be associate who's over there and I make money over here? That shit was whack, man. I, I don't like the idea of it. I don't like niggas on the corner. Like we were outside, like grown at dog. Imagine if your dad was on the internet. Like, imagine you're 12 years old, 13 years old, and you see your dad on the internet. Like, yeah, nigga, we outside. Yeah. Now, now. Now, let's be clear. I understand it, but you can't get mad at your kid for wanting to be that. Mm. You're showing your kid. Like, it's like, I think a lot about what I put on Instagram because my son follows me. And I just don't want to go through the hassle of, like, making sure he doesn't see my story. Mm-hmm. But So I, I do my best to have fun and be my best version of myself, but not to, like, you know, I'm not going to embarrass us. Like, that shit was whack. That shit was whack. That shit is stupid. And the only reason why niggas is doing that is because their girls got more money than them. And that's just the truth. Because if you had more money, you would be like, at the end of the day, look at it from this standpoint. What do you bring? Like, if you're Nikki's husband, no disrespect to him, what do you really bring is protection, right? Or, you know, and dick, you know what I'm saying, companionship. Mm -hmm. But I mean, like, everything y'all do is on her. You know, when you bought the ring, everybody was like, how much does she pay for her ring? It's... (laughs) I'm just being honest, like, because they know she got more money than you. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for a man to control a chick when he has more money than her. 
So the only thing he can do is be extra manly, extra like, yeah, don't even, don't look so my way. Because mm. I'll kill you. It's like, bro, we know, we all know what it is, my nigga. You hit the girlfriend lottery. I wish I did. We all do. <laughs> but you, I just didn't like that. I didn't like that. I didn't like it. And I feel like it's killing it. Don't, don't hurt her brand. Right. That she built because she will separate herself. Waiting on the day, she, Jack. No, I'm not, so I ain't waiting queen. on it. I'm, I'm not saying that. I you know. said that. But I'm I saying should, she will yeah. separate herself to protect her brand. I got well, one of my wishes already this well, week. I mean, my, so my question about it is man. like, <clears throat> was he provoked? Was who provoked? Well, they said that they, the so allegedly Offset wrote um, Keith Petty and them's team first. That's they, they showed some DMs of Offset supposedly reaching out to them first. That's what they were saying. But Wait, even when he said y'all pussies or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, but that was because... It was a whole, I hate this part of the show, by the way, everybody listening. Mm -hmm. I hate talking about speculation because I just don't live in speculation. Mm -hmm. But there was a tweet that was said and then Cardi said, I didn't even flinch. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, you could tell that like, you know, like, what's that shit? What's that shit called? Subtweeting each other. Yeah. And then I think Offset to me just was like on some man shit. Like, yo, why y'all in some girl shit? Yes. Like, that's what he said. Mm-hmm. To me, I think he was 100% right. Like, niggas should stay out of female business. Because when I don't think that no one thought when Nikki and Cardi was beefing that, that one of them was going to get killed. Yes. Am I right? That was not on the Okay, list. but when you see husbands going at it, like, pussy nigga, where right. you at? It's like, somebody's going to die now. It could. It could. It could always. It's, somebody's going to die now because men are willing to kill to protect their ego. Mm. Speaking of egos and protection... Halle Berry was featured on Drake's um, new single as the art cover on Slime You Out. <laughs> and she's really upset about it. And wow. that's because... He and asked, she asked, he she asked, asked her and he, she said no. And and that see, I could have been... I was like, girl's not that deep. But for you to... What the... What is your purpose of asking me something to do what you want to do anyway? What, what, like, you acting like you going to give me some grace and just take it away from me? No, you should never ask that. Oh, what's the purpose of asking? Can you use it? And then do, she better than me. I mean, and then she said just, she didn't want to sue because she don't want to do that. Oh, that's a whole nother thing. Well, I mean, I'm on my business. I mean, if, if he was doing it kind of like as a parody, he, she probably can't sue him. Well, it's public. If if it's the image is probably owned by Nickelodeon technically. No, the but, image was owned by Getty Images. Oh, so Getty so, anybody so, can use Getty Images as no, long as because so. it got the credit. But I mean, uh, she should be thankful. There ain't no one thinking about her right now. Everybody's always thinking Come about Halle Berry. She's a legend. See, stop, She's stop, a legend. stop, stop, stop. Shit like Berry. that is a problem. Why? Because it's Halle Berry. Because it's fucking Halle Berry. I mean, cool. I know, but, but see, but see, here's the thing. There's no disrespect to you. I'm gonna talk to you like you're not my bro. You can't say that. You haven't accomplished none of what she's accomplished to disrespect them. Like, ah, she ain't nobody. I didn't say she was. Oh, what did he say? Nobody's thinking about her. Nobody's thinking about her. You can't do that. That's Halle fucking Mary. If you and her both walk down the street, they will run your ass over to get to her. (laughs) So for you to say that, now, 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 I'm only telling you that because you're my brother. But for you to say that, that's my problem with the world Mm -hmm. is that people who haven't accomplished shit. Compared to the person they that they that has feel the need to just downplay them, you can't do that. You can't downplay who Halle Berry is. Just in my opinion, like you can say I don't like her work. You can say I'm not a fan. I'm cool with all that. Come on, Halle Berry is. Halle I know, but Berry. you can't say ain't nobody thinking about her. That's fucked up. That's the thing that we do in our community that we gotta stop. And if I don't start doing it on the show. It's not that you can't say nobody think about Halle Berry. That's Halle fucking Berry. She was fucking the. She, she was to me. She was one of the first black Fine. female 
beautiful superstars celebrated in the modern day era. Amen. Like, and to just say because she ain't got a movie out right now, anybody think about it, that's fucked up. Mm -hmm. That's fucked up. I agree. Because if she wasn't nobody, Drake wouldn't have used it, the leverage. Right, it would have never even been a It's a lot of people that got slimed. He could have said, here's $10,000 to use your picture. That's a fact. But he used Halle for a reason. Because we've never seen a woman that beautiful go through something so silly. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why it is. But to say that, we we can't do that. I I just ain't going to let that happen no more. With somebody talk. It's like people on the internet talking shit about me. Like, oh, who is this fucking dumbass? Nigga, I be you in have the comments 60 going followers. On. You have 60. I have more money than you. I have more success than you. I'm more relevant than you. If something happened to me compared to something happened to you, no one would care if you're not there. If I'm not there. Like you so you can't say who the fuck is this guy? Because this guy is the guy that you're commenting on. Meanwhile, I don't know who the fuck you, you are. are. So who the fuck are you? And if Haley saw this and said, who the fuck is Jack Dance? I would surrender. <laughs> Ray, who the <laughs> fuck is Burgundy Jack? Look at her. <laughs> it wasn't me. I she said, I'm coming to do the show as long as he ain't sitting on the couch Ooh, no more. Jack, you will gladly say, I'm going to get the fuck up. Matter of fact, he can't be there that day. <laughs> He's Jack. not allowed in the building. Go to McDonald's. We're going yeah, to send food. me on vacation for no, a this day. Funny, but listen what I'm saying. But that's good. That's let you know that she is somebody. Mm-hmm. We are thinking about her. Mm. So is Drake. That's why you. What's it. your favorite Halle Berry movie? Boomerang, mm. and then Strictly Business. Who, but Boomerang, though, person. everybody wants Halle. She said, "Love should have bought your ass home oh. last night." She taught me what love was. Mm. Glad she taught. I go home no matter what because of that clip. But <laughs> that doesn't mean I don't do everything else I want to do before I go. Oh, oh speaking of doing whatever you want to do, I'm gonna be home because love did bring me home. That night. No, I'm just talking shit. Chris Brown. Um, Chris Brown actually has some words to say for Tanache. So Tanache um, did an interview. See, and that's a, that's an example. Tanache, no disrespect to her. You cool. needed him at one point. Mm-hmm. You needed R. Kelly at one point. Wait, hold point. on. Let me tell the people because they might not know. Yeah, I'm sorry. So Tanache did an interview, and the interviewer asked her how did she feel or does she regret doing music with Chris Brown or R. Kelly? And she was like, oh, I wish I never did it. Like, try to kind of, like, downplay them and... It was kind of offensive. So Chris Brown was like, okay, sis, that's cool. The fact that you had songs from Chris Brown and R. Kelly and nobody still know who you are is a problem, and <laughs> we couldn't even save your career. And then he was like, gun to your head, name five Tanache songs. Everybody be dead. And that's his words. I know verbatim. two on, right? That's, I, you, you got one more than there. me. Can you four <laughs> <Right>? more? <laughs> I didn't even have that one. But what you were saying, right? No, I'm just saying, that's the, to me, that's the problem. Like, there are some women that I've dated when I was down mm-hmm. that I probably wouldn't date now that I'm up. Just being honest. Um, but I'll never downplay them because I'm up. Because when I was down, they held me down. They was there for me. Mm-hmm. So to go back to what I'm saying is, is that there has to be a respect for when someone moved for you. Mm-hmm. And Tanache, no disrespect, but... If you didn't say R. Kelly and Chris Brown name, if the interviewer didn't say it, to be fair to her, if the interviewer didn't say it, nobody would even think. Nobody would gave a fuck about you. Nobody would care. Nobody's saying, "What is Tanache talking about right now?" <laughs> Not being funny or nothing, no, but I can fact, t- I can talk like that because I personally accomplished more than her. I have a way better track record than her, so I can talk like that. You know what I mean? But that's just me also saying, yo, be humble in this shit. Mm-hmm. Be humble in this shit because you a giant lets you stand on his shoulders for the day. You better fucking take it. And she needed them at some point in her career. That's like so saying, for her to kind of say that. Yeah, that's like, like that's shitting like, on someone that's, that's that like you. A ma- that's like if Master P did are. some shit and we found a Master P was like doing some shit. They like, take your video of him down. No. 
Right. He don't I, I, listen, brother. I didn't know he did that. And I'm not going to fucking react differently because you, because he found out he did something mm -hmm. that we didn't know he did. I'm just not going to switch up on somebody. I will say, maybe I won't interview him again because he did that fucked up thing. But I interviewed him with clear intent in my heart. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, in, I'm not changing that because y'all want to change. I'm not doing that. So Tantashe, this and Chris was like, that shit was lame. Like, if you want to do that, if you want to do that, if you want to do that because you just want to fucking gain clout or whatever, do it. But bro, Chris Brown has went through more challenges than any superstar in the modern era. Mm -hmm. More challenges. Mm. And that man is so great that he's still here and he's still relevant. And you got people that are that are kill and die for him. I'm still mad we didn't see that. Right. And Tanache for Tanache you know, like to do that, that was whack as fuck. Like I, I sometimes wish I was these people manager because the person interviewing them know what they did. But bro, I'm not gonna downplay Chris or R. Kelly because of the fucked up shit they did. Like their music didn't get us through some kind of hard times. That's unfair. Tupac wasn't perfect, but that nigga Me Against the World album got me through hard times. So you could tell me you don't like him, but I'm not gonna never I'm not gonna do that because of what he did for me. Well, she could have, yeah, she could have definitely swerved it a little bit differently. Like, no, I, I did that when I did R. Kelly that. and Chris Brown, and your career is like shit. People would dream about some shit like that, right? Like, <laughs> my thing is this: is that specifically speaking of R. Kelly, I don't think there was anyone from two thousand two, maybe two thousand two, when that sex tape dropped, that didn't know who he was. Mm -hmm. So if you made money with R. Kelly from 2002 after that sex tape drop on, you're just as fucking guilty. Mm -hmm. So guess what? And 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 there's nothing wrong with putting your self holding uh, yourself accountable. Yeah, exactly. Putting your desires in front of what the culture thinks. It's not. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. Playing for your hand because it's your hand. Mm -hmm. And if you lose, they're gonna laugh. And if you win, they're gonna laugh. So might as well win and let them laugh. So why the fuck that. not? I'm with that one. Um, okay, so TikTok actually has created a new chart. It's, uh, I mean, Billboard, well, Billboard created a yeah. new chart, and it's like it's TikTok based. And Sexy Red Ski, we came out number one. Do you think that this is what the future of Billboard and um, like award shows they're gonna go towards? Are they gonna start making social media music charts in they the future? To. They have no choice. But that's life, though. Everything changes. There wasn't a rap category in the 80s. Mm. There were, the first rap category came, what, 89? Like, and when Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Fresh mm. Prince and DJ Jazzy, DJ Jazzy Jeff won. So I think that they're they going to create, that's just natural progression. That's just natural progression. It's just another reason to celebrate our, ourselves. Okay, speaking of natural progression, they say progression, excuse me. They Rumor has it that DJ Academics, No Joker, Say no Cheese, jumper. No, no jumper, jumper, excuse me. Adam. Yeah, and Vlad are coming together to create an award show. Is this something that we think will add value to the culture in hip-hop? It's definitely going to have people looking at it. I, it's, something, it's something about them three. The combo. <laughs> and, I, and it's not because I'm actually a fan of Vlad. Like, I like Vlad. Vlad is just, to me, he's just, he's too arrogant for someone who's made money off our culture. Mm -hmm. He's too arrogant with people from our culture or somebody made money from our culture. Just mm -hmm. my opinion. But I, I think Vlad's platform is my favorite interview he's platform. A good interviewer, yeah. He's great at that. But the arrogance of it is still kind of like, ugh. But I fuck with him. Academics is a troll. Yeah. Fucking troll. Mm -hmm. I, by the way, I fuck with all these people. I just don't think them three in a the room <laughs> making decisions 
is exciting. That's definitely scary. gonna need a lot of like, security. Like, 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 look, like, look, like, look at our show. Like, look at our show. Jack says something, and I immediately corrected it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's. I could have just went with you because you're my brother, but I'm like, nah, you can't do that. That's that's knowing someone in the room is going to hold people accountable. Out of those three, the only person that seems to hold accountability is Vlad. But my only issue is that he's kind of arrogant when it comes to like talking about our culture. Like, yeah, I got more money than you. Yeah, I got this. Yeah, it's like, bro, you did it off of black people. Like, calm like, down. Chill. Like, they might turn on you eventually. He's like, yeah, I don't yeah. give a fuck. Well, yeah. then you shouldn't be doing it. Then, if that's right. the case. You Vlad know what I mean? The homie, though, I know him for a long. No, time. I love. That's what I'm saying. People. I love his platform, but. Bro, that's what that's another thing. We gotta be okay with letting people say how yeah. they feel without thinking it's malicious intent to yeah, it. Yeah, taking it. I don't it want personal. to see nothing happen to out mm-hmm. of all three of them, the one I like the least is no jumper. Cause he feels like a culture vulture. Mm-hmm. He feels like he'll do whatever it takes to win. Get ahead. And that's unfair in our culture. And here's why. Because if I do whatever it takes, there's a chance that somebody will kill me. Mm. But other people who are in our culture talking shit, but are still protected by the FBI and have it. That's interesting to me because it's like you just like really here to start shit and 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 knowing that if it's a penalty, I'm calling the cops. By the way, fuck Charleston White. Oh, and I'm a fan of Charleston White, but I don't like what he said about Dion son. I just don't like that. This man said, I got money on someone injuring another man's son. Yeah. Like, it's like, and I'm a, I'll fuck with Charleston. Honestly, mm-hmm. I like, I, y'all know me, I like free speakers. Yeah, you said it. But there's a level of ignorance where you go. You took it too far. Damn, nigga, you took that one too far. Yeah. And and if something happened to him, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't feel bad. You can't say fuck. But yeah, our culture has to. a couple of times. Yeah, huh? our culture has to hold he people accountable. Nah, but a couple of to times. me, I, I, I can't think of other times. No, when he talked about Nipsey Hussle and all that other stuff. But his whole platform has been anti-gang. So that's kind of like what he's been about. Like, mm-hmm. fuck gangs. Gangs are bad. Da, da, da. I get that. But to go after Deion Sanders' son? That's crazy. That's, that was weird to me. Like, nigga, hey, listen, it's the only time that Ray don't think clearly is you bring my kids up. Mm-hmm. It's the only time I'm not, like, level-headed. That's respectable. Let's think about it. They said, what? About who? At that moment, I want to do something. Turn red. Oh, no, nah, I'm, I'm on your ass. So I, I just don't like that. Well, speaking of kids, I'm going to go to American Godfather, America's Godfather question. Um, Little Scrappy believes it should be illegal for parents to exploit their children. He said it's fucked up to use your child for financial gains. Um, how do we feel about parents and child stars? And, like, you've managed some teenagers before uh, people who still kind of under their parents um what should that look like the best way for a, a child star to grow up in the spotlight and what like things should parents I, I need more context why did he say that about what he didn't say what it was about well, i'm assuming he's talking about his wife and her um i think she came out with a clothing line for the kids or something like that that's and, dope He's mad because he didn't think of it first. That's really what it is. Um, but not to general, not to put it into his specific thing. Just in general, when there are ch- children stars, because we've talked about this before. Because I've brought up, um, like for example, kids that are popular on TikTok. People will pay you to say give birthday shout outs and stuff like that. But it's like, why are kids giving adults birthday shout outs? Like, where do we draw the line between working and? Like leisure, like okay, my kids shouldn't be working 
80 hours a week and they're only 12 years old. Like, where's the balance and how should well, parents I, I regulate? I actually disagree with Scrappy because I always say that they're going to be adults a lot longer than they're going to be kids. Mm. So why okay. treat them like kids when they're going to, like, it's like, no, you're going to be an adult way longer than you're going to be a child. I like that. That's a really good saying. Let them be kids. Let them be kids. I love that one. What advice would you give parents who have kids that are stars and how they could transition properly from being child stars to becoming adults? Because that one's a little... Say that again. I want to understand. What's some advice you would give to parents who are raising child's children stars and helping them transition into becoming adults? Make sure that this is what they want to do. Like, it's a difference between exploitation and working, Mm -hmm. right? So if I'm exploiting my kid, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like... He doesn't know what is going on and I'm taking the money. That's different. But if I'm actually treating it like a job, I have no problem with that. So let me ask you this. <clears throat> if your daughter, I know she's very talented, super bubbly and everything. And she exhibited a skill of being able to sing or something like that. Mm-hmm. Would you put your, your mind behind making her a star? Absolutely. If she wanted it, my, I think my daughter is a star. I think my daughter's the biggest star in my house, but she don't want to do it. She's like, I'm like, let's do a YouTube. Now nah, I'm good. What am I supposed to do at that moment? Make her do it anyway? She don't want to do it. That's good. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I want her to. I want her to. Like, I wish people could see the stuff that I do. I see in the house every day. But she don't want to do it. That's good. Don't exploit the kids. And I think, like, as adults, we, we always looking at things as a way to make money. Kids just want to have fun. Like, I remember one time I walked in on my niece and she was doing nails or something. And I was like, you should do that. Like, you could set up a little shop and paint your friend's nails. And she's like, that'll take the fun out of it. And I never thought of that. We're always in this adult mind and trying to chase a dollar and set our kids up for the future. And we really just got to let them be in the moment and have the fun. And if they want to do it, I, I'm right there with them. Whatever my kids want to do, I'm right there with them. But... If my daughter wanted to, absolutely. But it also depends on the environment because you got to understand, like, um, even though it's entertainment, some kids have to do things for necessity, too. Like, give me an example. Like, they broke. <laughs> go go to broke. the grocery store. I mean, even though this is entertainment, like, it's just like a kid that goes to the grocery store and bags groceries. Like, they because oh, they their household, to, the household. to contribute, you know what I'm saying? So that's even too much me. pressure. That was, I was, I was, that was me. I that's was, too much pressure for a kid to feel. But to, it happens. It doesn't matter if it's too much pressure. Sometimes if that's what it is, that's what it that's is. That's what I'm saying. Everybody's not dealt the same hand. Hmm. Everybody's not dealt the same hand. Like, shit, I was hustling when I was 13. My son is 14. He ain't never had to go hustle for himself ever. Right. Crazy part is that he's made more money than I made at my child because he was a child actor and he did a few commercials and the residuals from that we just put in there till he's eighteen. But my I'm son owe me some money. Hold on, <laughs> <laughs> hold the fuck up. Um, wait, what what age did you get your first job? <sighs> um, technically, probably about ten. <laughs> Technically, yeah. you can't technically work at ten. I'm, I'm. You asked the question. I'm answering it. What Hold you on, was doing? My, my family had my family on the real estate office, so oh, I was okay. going on the weekends and I stamp envelopes you, okay. and I get paid. Oh, so, that's a good yeah. one. That's not a job, though. Why? That that's is your, a job. No, it's not. No, it's not. Why? That's that's family business. That by the way, that's great. By the way, that's family business. But it's not a. You have to apply. Mm. Hope they hire you. It was kind of like you in the house, so you gonna help. Right. And we'll pay you for helping. By the way, which is great. Yeah. But that's like if my son is in here, like, and he's working. He's like, my my job, my dad pays me and I do. No. Do you give your kids allowance? 
Huh? You give your kids allowance? I tried to, but it don't work. <laughs> my son has a my, my kid. My son has an Amex that he uses for everything he wants. <laughs> my mother gave me my first credit card at sixteen. Yeah, my little Raymond has an Amex, so he. I didn't even know you. You know you could put your phone on Apple Pay. Yeah, and you could pay for everything. I didn't yes. even know that. Yeah. Every, every time <laughs> we out, he'd be like, "I got it, Dad." <laughs> he Yo, that, I like, do that no, to my mother. I, I be like, it. "I got it." The I bills going you to you, though, girl. I got it. You mean right? <laughs> I fake got it. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, I mean, y'all got the same name, so technically, good one. No, no, but his name his name is different. His, he's Raymond Prince Charles. Oh, okay. Daniels. I'm Raymond Charles Daniels. Uh-huh. But yeah, nah, but he, do a little P in there. He definitely. He definitely. What's one of the first things you taught your son about money? You better go get some if you want women. That's a good lesson, right, Don Vito? That's the first lesson. Hey, look, I know you like women, but they like you now because (laughs) you live in your dad's house and you ain't got no responsibilities. When you turn 18, they not going to like you if you ain't got no money. You better learn how to get some, and that's what I taught them. What's the first thing you learned about money? That it comes and goes. Mm. You know, so you got to get it while you can and try to save it and put it in other places. But it comes and it goes. I remember being little and my mom trying to show me how to balance a checkbook. I'm like, girl, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't about. know, <laughs> I don't know what you talk But some really good advice my mother gave me um, growing up was your credit is your adult report card. So treat it as such. Um, take it seriously and get straight A's. So have a good credit score. So I had an MX at like 18. I, I used still to just can't do get it fucking go pop bottles with it and shit like that. Oh, I used to. Okay, I don't know if I should say it. <laughs> like, no, don't say it. I used to take the cash advance off my um, Discover card when I was 16 and buy weed. Cause oh, wow. I thought I was going to be a drug dealer. I thought I was going to trap or die. Jeezy, I'm telling you, Jeezy. I'm... So you was buying ounces and shit? Mm-hmm. And it was expensive up? as hell back in the day. Ounces. All right, anyway. Going the wrong way, people. Okay. Um, <laughs> What was I going to say? I had another one. Um, the sports question. No, it wasn't. I wasn't on the sports. Um, I'll go to sports since we're here. Um, I'm going to say his name wrong because I don't know anything about sports. So Damon Lillard. Damian Lillard. Lillard. There we go. <laughs> says that he would rather lose every year before joining Golden State. He said, I respect what they've been doing over there the last eight or nine years or whatever, but I'm from there. Obviously, that's home, but I can't be a part of that. It don't even make sense. I would never do nothing like that. I would lose every game, every year before I go. Is this something honorable or is this a dumb decision? I think it's honorable. I think it's a, I think time will tell. Some people if, don't if like it, the easy if way if, out. Yeah, but I'm saying, if he doesn't win, it's probably a bad decision. Right, Don? But I mean, I mean, if, if he doesn't win a championship, at least he can know that he played his career and he did it by by his terms instead of like just selling out and doing like a LeBron goddamn move. career. Then, then play your career and don't talk about the next man. Mm. When you start talking about the next man, now you put he, you brought him into the conversation. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Now you got to win. Uh, I don't got nothing to say because Iverson don't got a ring, so I feel. That's like what I'm saying. I, win, and win, Iverson, but. as much as he celebrated. He ain't got one. Oh He's great, by the way. But he ain't got one. Mm-hmm. I mean, but do we judge how great a player is just by the championships? I do. How can you be the greatest if you ain't win one? Nikki never had a Grammy. 
Grammy ain't a fuck. A Grammy don't mean it's nothing. It's not a, cha- nah, it's not a championship. So, so what's the music cha- championship of music? Platinum plaques. Hall of Fame. I'll take that. Plaques. That's, that's a career. Plaques, yeah. wins, putting up wins. Okay. <laughs> Them diamond plaques and stuff like that. It might that. be people that just don't like Nikki. That don't have nothing to do with it. Okay. It, it could be so many reasons why she ain't got no damn Grammy. No Grammy for shame. That's, that's not in her power. But what is in her power is her getting in that booth making a record. I had a question about albums since we somehow got here. What's the difference between a compilation album versus a studio album? Because I seen somebody make a comment about that, and I had no idea what they were talking about. So can I think you know the difference too, right? <laughs> well, I mean, a compilation album, depending on who's curating it, is usually a collection of tracks. So sometimes it may be on the same label. Sometimes it could just be songs of a similar genre. Like it could be Party Time 90s. Right, and all of these party records that are from the '90s, that can be a compilation. Like album. a mixtape. Basically, it, it it's it's what you would think of as a mixtape, like a collection of songs from different people. Give me an example of a compilation album. These are Khaled every album. There we go. That that makes sense. Okay. A so. compilation album just means more than a, a whole lot of features, features on every song, people coming on there. That's the only difference. Like, like uh. I think Jay-Z's Rock La Familia was considered a compilation album. Mm. Like, it was cons- it was kind of an album. That int- I think it was considered a compilation That's album. the one with um, not one one 100 Hustler, Hustler yep. and all that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I seen um, <clears throat> Hitmaker said he was coming out with an album recently. When producers, have its producers put out albums before? And what does that look like? Like who? I mean, basically, Did he? Did Dr. He? Dre's albums are kind of compilation albums in essence. Puff's album. That's a compilation yeah. album. Got it. Okay, so you could be, because I'm just like, okay, they making the money. Listen, somebody got to do it. All right, so in closing, let's see. Ooh, this was an argument. No, no, we got to talk about that thing that uh, I sent y'all in the DM. Oh, I do have that. I'm sorry. I have it. I just skipped over it. All right, so the founder of Rolling Stone has been removed from the Rock and Roll of Fame. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame um, board after he said that black and woman artists weren't articulate enough to be featured in his book. Well, well, well. What do we have here? Racism. I always say this. My people in L.A. and New York, I say this to y'all. I I much rather hang around with a racist that drives a a pickup truck with a Confederate flag over hanging around a white person who thinks because they voted for Obama that they don't they're not racist. Okay. They want they'll vote for one of y'all. They'll donate money to something, but they don't want you in their house. And they don't want you around their kids. Those are the worst kind of racist to me. Mm-hmm. That act like I voted for Obama, so that that doesn't. But are you gonna let me eat? Are you gonna let my family eat? No, you know what I mean. So for me, we got to be careful with those people who just because they have power, like Rolling Stone magazine, like that's why the fuck do we care so much about other media outlets? It doesn't make sense to me. Like, I've, I truly believe that you can, because of who we are, we can make anything hot. We can create a, a, a media outlet called Burgundy Jack right now. And if every rapper in America, every famous rapper is like, we're going to Burgundy Jack first. It's a, it's a billion dollar empire right mm-hmm. there. So why do we care to go fuck with other, other stuff, other magazines, other outlets? Like, and the craziest thing is Rolling Stone is named after a Muddy Water song. 
Muddy Waters, along with like Little Richard, was like one of the found the founding fathers of rock and roll. So like, just how ironic is it that he's kind of like making those comments, and his his fucking empire is built no. on the name. Yeah, but but here's the thing though, uh, we also gotta get we also gotta get past the the people who feel like because I've interacted with you in a certain way means that I got, I get a pass. Right. So it's like, like, bro, like, yeah, he like muddy waters. You know, it's like, it's like guys that like women that, that sleep with women, but they really don't like them. Mm. Like you've been, you ever been on a date with a guy that, you know, like he don't like women. He wants to be around women, but he don't like them. That that's what I'm talking about. Like there are people like the guy from Rolling Stone who probably want to be around our culture, but don't like us. It's like, I like y'all, I want to be around y'all, but I don't like y'all, like right? And then they do abusive things while being around you. There are people who aren't happy that do that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's hypocritical, though. I was I was saying it in that context. Yeah, but the only way you could call it hypocritical is if you know. If I know what? How they really feel. Only person that know how they really feel is them. Remember, someone leaked this. He's getting kicked out of the Hall of Fame right now. He's getting kicked out the Hall of Fame. He's uh. not. He's not in the Hall of Fame. He's not trying to get in and we found out no no he was in and then someone leaked what he really felt right he was on the board of the um of yeah, the hall of he was fame on the board. yeah so he was actually on the board imagine that it's always a people control man. i'm 90 percent of the people higher ups feel that way he just got caught saying it and that's the truth of the matter but that goes back to why we even want to be in those rooms why we even care about those people that's why we need to separate but equal and i'm and i'm standing on that Separate but equal. Separate our asses and keep them away from me. Anyway, um, Lil Wayne versus Drake. Who we got? Overall, the full catalog. Whose catalog you picking? Lil Wayne or Drake's? That's tough. What's the criteria? Drake. The catalog. Not even, not, not even close to me. Drake's catalog is much better than Wayne's. Wayne is a better rapper. Wayne is a way better rapper. But here's another thing. Wayne also doesn't care. <laughs> He does what he does, and if you like it, you like it. You don't, you don't. But I feel like Drake has made more songs, and Wayne has he has made more. He's put out more music. Like when the last time we had a Wayne album? I'm trying to think about longevity, though. Like no, I mean, no, Little Wayne's been Lil Wayne been around since nine. Little Wayne's been around since since ninety five. Mm-hmm. Probably yeah. officially like um, officially. Maybe like ninety seven, like since the juvenile. Yeah, was he on the first juvenile album? Yeah, like no, but I've been listening to Lil Wayne since ninety six. Oh, when I say longevity, I don't mean that. I mean like, which one would my kids be listening to? Like, Drake. whose music? If you're a rap fan, you're gonna listen to Wayne. If you're a pop culture fan, you're gonna listen to Drake. What song of Drake's do you think would last the test of time? Like, best I ever had. Most of them. Honestly, one thing I give Drake is that he knows his pocket and he stays there. Wayne will also explore. Like, Wayne will do How to Love, right? Mm -hmm. Different. It became a hit, but it's still different. Like, okay. Drake is like, everything he does, he knows what he's aiming and he's shooting for. All right. I'm not mad at that. Okay, so before we get out of here, I got to let y'all know Revolt is coming to Atlanta this weekend. Um, <clears throat> Diddy is bringing everything music to Atlanta. Um, one of the things that his theme this year is, so the reason why he called it Revolt World is because it's supposed to be, and I thought this this was dope. 
He wants the it to be the Disney world of the music industry. So it's like somewhere where if I'm an artist, you kind of go there and you got all things music. And so I'm really excited to see that. I think it's dope what Diddy's doing. So we'll definitely be in the building this weekend. Ray, you going to Parry? Paris? I'm going to be going out of town. No, 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 no. <laughs> Niggas in Paris. I've been all hyped playing the music. No, I'm about to go. I'm about to go. I'm, about, I'm going out there to, to see, see Usher who? show. Oh, oh. I seen him practicing on the gram. I'm super excited. Yeah, he, he performs three, I think four of our records. So, you know, it's always good. Front center. How, how do you feel like when you're in the crowd and you're hearing these records that you've had a part? Like, do you feel any different? Like, I, what is no, that like to you? It's, it's the same thing if I hear your record. Like, I listen, I, I remove all emotions from what I do. I hear records and I listen to them scientifically. And I, if anything, I like to hear to figure out what works. Do you kind of like go back when you're listening and think about what brought you to making the record? Like, like no. the backstory? I don't get into just, none of that. You no. watching people's reactions? I, that's all I care about. Okay. It's just how the people react. But I care about how the people react to everything. Mm. Science everything. So I'm a learner of people. I'm a Virgo. I watch people and learn. So it doesn't do nothing for me. Mm. It doesn't. It actually doesn't do anything. I we, didn't know. I knew. I'll be honest. The only thing it does is it makes me afraid and feel like I gotta make more. Yeah. Another one. That's well, good. Use it as motivation. We forgot to mention a couple of things. What you got? Um, rest in peace to Irish from Seven O Two. I did just see something about that. Dying this week. Mm-hmm. You know that was that was rough for the R&B community. And also speaking of Little Wayne. He had a very, very awesome verse on Nas's album that came out last Friday. I didn't know Nas had I remember I went to the rest of y'all because y'all ain't rapping. I, I was rapping. Well, I was ready to rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, Lil Wayne had a, a, a crazy verse on, um, on Nas's album that came out. I'm so confused because Nas just came out with an album. So he came out with another album again? Yeah. Oh, Nas is just on a next, like he, like, he is new to the game. I love that. I like his motivation to still drop and keep it going and covering all tracks. You go ahead, Nas. I mean, you know, that's... Oh, Queens? You already know. Like, I should have known better. All right. No, it's actually a, it's, it's a good album, though. Like, I actually, I listened to his album and Diddy's album on Fridays. It's not going to get played in the club, so I probably won't hear it. Yeah, but it's it's a it's a national treasure, so people will go back. It's like hieroglyphics. Like, you know what Is I'm saying? Is it? We'll go back like, <laughs> in some years and be like, yo, start breaking the shit down. Call me when they go back. Okay, guys, so this is the cultural pull. I want to give a shout-out to our sponsors, Yoko Vodka and Toe and Carrie. Make sure you guys are following us on all social medias. Just subscribe to our YouTube channel and leave us some comments. Let us know how much you love the show. Thank you, guys. We are out. We out. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.